Vita. That's just that like PlayStation Life. Prehistoric. Why did she go out of business? Uh, kind of, sort of, but I mean, it's that's it's just like PlayStation Life. It's good. It's good. Yeah. It's good. I, I could say so much oh, about. PlayStation. I'm the only one on the fucking screen. Because you're talking, so when you yeah. talk, your screen shows up. I'm gonna shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> here, let me let me drop uh some people in here. Let them know. Definitely share it so people can come oh, in. Oh, haircut looking fresh. All right, nah, see, I had to turn my mic off or turn my uh picture off. My shit is not looking fresh. All right, is it? I don't know if the room is filling up. I think I sent it to everybody. All right. Let me put it one more, one more tweet. There we go. I adjust that shit. Uh, guess I need to back up some. There you go. I appreciate it. first one, man. What's up, Doom? Philosopher Doom, man. I appreciate you uh, checking out the checking out the live streams. The first one's a little unorthodox right now. I'm gonna definitely get it. You know, under control, but now we just want to fill up a little bit more and then we get to go. You got a list of topics you're going over? Yeah. So, how how I envision this, right? Is that, uh, so there's going to be different topics. And now we have two and two, two Xbox guys, two Sony dudes. And I'm going to throw a topic out. And then I want the so Sony's opinion side of it. And then I want the Xbox to counter it. And we'll go back and forth like that. And then if we have enough people in the chat, I want them to say, like, okay, who made the best points? You know what I'm saying? Because do a little bit different. I want, I want to see who actually has the better debate skills and actually makes sense of when, they, when they're trying to debate a topic. Because most of the time, if you check out other podcasts, there's a lot of people screaming over each other <laughs> and disregarding right. people's points. And it's like, bro, like, it's crazy. Yeah, let's try not to cut cut each other off. I think. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, when you yeah. when you get in arguments, though, I mean, it does or debate sometimes it does get heated, but you know, it's my job to 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 reel it back in. So yeah, I got you. See, now we got a couple people in here, so we're gonna start. So let me just do the introductions first of all. So anyway, what's up, YouTube? It's your boy FC Violent. I'm back in here again, and I uh, appreciate you guys checking out the very first episode of Vitamin G for Gaming Podcast, and I'm here with the with the panel, and uh, first I'm gonna introduce them, and then uh, we'll, we'll get, you know, we'll get it cracking. First, I'm gonna introduce my guest, Mr. Eric, man. First of all, tell them, tell them uh, about yourself and uh, what you game on, and uh, which, uh, you know, oh, okay, what you bring um, to the, bring to the, bring to the, bring to the conversation. Yes, uh, well, I'm on Twitter as fanatic underscore twms. Uh, I game on every console. I have every one. Um, want to get a pc but i'll play anything as long as it's good i don't care okay, okay. all right so so basically you play anything that long is good so you you like single player games and you play by yourself i feel you i feel you. hey so the next person i'm gonna introduce is my man kofi tell him about yourself man tell, tell him about your pony ways and how i'm trying to how i'm trying to you know <laughs> let you see the truth and come over to team xbox man what's good what's good so I've been a PlayStation gamer since the 90s, bought a PlayStation 1, and since then I've been convinced that they are the best place to play. Oh, I, I usually lean towards the Japanese games. As of late, I'd say since the PS3, some of the PS2 games, I started to play more of the Western and first party games, but I'm a, I'm a JRPG guy. I'm obsessed with JRPGs. So I'm, I'm here to speak for uh, the people who love uh, those old Final Fantasy games, but the newer games from Japan as well. 
but that's usually what I what I focus on. All right, all right. Okay. I also own a PC. I'll throw that out there too. Okay, see, see, see. So what you're trying to do is you're trying to say that you also own other things, so people don't, <laughs> don't so people don't think you're just a Sony fanboy. But let's be real, you you're a pony too. All right. So so now 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 introduce you know the enemy side. I got I got a I got a shout out to you know to the to the home team, as you say home home field advantage. But uh, right, right. My, <laughs> the boy in green from the green corner representing. What's, what's up, Fernando? Tell tell him about yourself, my dude. Uh, well, I don't really consider myself an Xbox guy per se. I mean, I play Xbox, got a PlayStation, uh, got a Vita. Uh, I don't have the uh, the new Switch yet, but uh, my boy does, so I play on that a little bit. But uh, I dive in a little bit of everything. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Fernando Montero, that's my handle with a zero at the end. Um, because some fucker stole my name, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, but you know, uh, and uh, gamer tag is bizarre five thousand on uh, PlayStation and Xbox. Okay, yeah. So so when we do an ad shows and stuff, you can definitely post your post y'all stuff on the uh, chat so that so the chat could definitely uh, be able to follow you guys. So let's get to the first topic, man. We got one person running late, but it's all good. Um, and first of all, let me ask you guys, have you guys played Crackdown 3? I just want to get this topic out of the way yeah. because everybody in the world and the mom have already talked about it. I just want to get this right out of the way, off the gate. So first stop, for, so have have everybody here played Crackdown 3? Any, anyone? Yeah, I played it. You played it? Was that, who, who said it, Eric? Yeah. Okay. So so what do you think about it? I mean. Did, did it deserve I, its low score? I started playing it after I played Red Dead 2. Mm-hmm. So. I'm feeling a bit biased. Uh, it's super repetitive. I mean, it's. I think. I don't think Microsoft should brag about that being an exclusive. Me personally, I would give it like a five out of ten. Five. Yeah, I got. I mean, it's got Terry Crews in it, so that adds a couple points. But it's not. It's not fun. I mean, blowing up stuff is cool, but after a while, it just gets old, repetitive. And I played both the campaign and the multiplayer. And the multiplayer is just, it's really boring. Hmm. Okay, so, so you didn't like the campaign at all? You thought the campaign was a five? Did you, it was did just you, weak. Okay, did you play a- Agents of Mayhem by, by any chance? No, I remember when that game came out, I always wanted that. That was ha- that came out during the time when I wasn't playing games for a while. I was working on music. Okay. So, but is it worth playing? Should I go back and check it out? Man, if you don't like Crackdown... I- Agent Mayhem is straight hot garbage for me. I, I played it for like ten minutes and uninstalled it right after that. So at least, at least you at least you attempted it. So so my man Kofi, man, are you, I already know you're ready to talk shit. So you might as well just get it off your chest now. I, I'm not really gonna play too. I know the background that comes with Crackdown. Mm-hmm. I know that they lost a developer two years into development, and this is a big advertisement for the for the cloud and the computing and, and how it's only possible to use the X cloud for all the destruction they have in the multiplayer mayhem. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not, I'm, ah, I've got a bigger attack that I want to take than just against crackdown. The one thing I'll say is this many years into Xbox's catalog, I want to see groundbreaking stuff. Yep. And this is undeniably disappointing. I just, I just sit here and I know that, um, who was it? Don Matrick, who used to run Xbox. He has a lot of dirt that he's. We're kind of seeing as he's left, but 
Man, is, Sean, Sean Spencer, he's got a lot of work cut out for him. Who's Phil Sean Spencer? Spencer? Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer, I'm sorry. Bro, hey, hey correct this man. Yo, for now, hey, yo, holla at your boy, man. You over there trying to disrespect already. We just started, Phil. man. <laughs> Phil, Phil, Phil Spencer is... He's a business genius when it comes to gaming. Like he's he's doing a good job. He's he's there. He's doing a lot of right right things. I I gotta give him his credit. And, he, and what and what you say you're doing a lot of right like right things because first of all you got me kind of quiet. I was like oh damn. <laughs> if the chat was filled up, they would have fired your ass up right now. So so you gotta no. explain you gotta explain. So what you mean he's doing the right things? Like what? Crackdown well, three scored a fifty nine or something on Metacritic. How is that the right thing? Well, a lot of it doesn't necessarily. A lot of what you're seeing right now as far as games doesn't fall on him. Um, he was under previous previous uh, he was under previous leadership. Um, he was just recently elected to the board of directors um, on Microsoft. So he has a lot more power and a lot more cachet than he had before. Um, he started by, you know, reinventing what the Xbox one was. He basically rebranded it Um the 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 monthly updates that that have that has made Xbox Live that much better. Game Pass. He has done a lot of the innovation um, that is taking place at Microsoft right now. He's the one that's responsible for buying up all the developers. He was kind of stuck with the games that were already in development. So Crackdown mm. was something that he was already stuck with. It's not something that he could necessarily fix. It's just something that he had to deal with. But he was able to fix the original Xbox One to a system that could actually graphically compete with the PlayStation. And being that it was never going to beat the PlayStation, at least it could do is be the best third-party console possible. So he focused on that. And I think that's a great strategy. That he that, That's the only thing he could have done at this time until the next generation comes out. It, just, there wasn't enough investment by Microsoft in the beginning. They, they didn't value games at the at that point in time when the Xbox One was originally coming out, they valued entertainment. So wow, okay, mm-hmm. you, you're making a lot of solid points. So the Sony, the Sony corner. What you guys got to say about that, man? What the chat said, David Johnson, Phil, Dominus Spencer. Say his name right, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I, I have a, a bigger message that I wanted to share. So I'm gonna go ahead and screen share. Make sure I know how to do this. Everybody can see what I have up on display, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is a catalog of very impressive exclusive games that Xbox has touted, right? Mm -hmm. Most of which were not created in this generation. Seeing a lot of sequels. A lot of sequels, right? I'm not even I'm not even here to attack that. All of these games are rated great. This this is the, the brand that Xbox gamers can enjoy this generation. This tells me I am not their market. If you're telling me that we have an entire new generation and we have so many talented devs that can't stretch their own abilities, try something new, then I'm not going to be here to spend my money on those consoles. So when we, we see Spencer talk about a whole bunch of new studio acquisitions, I went and looked to see how much talent they have, okay? One of the new studios that could add to this grid of nine is Obsidian. Obsidian has a first-person shooter coming out called Outer Worlds. It's by the original developers of Fallout. Yeah, say that shit again, man. This is huge, this is huge. These guys created the original Fallout game and they have 
Um, and now this game is coming out multi-platform. You know, this is coming out on Steam. It's coming out, P, uh, you know, PS4, all the good stuff. But now Microsoft has their hand in their in their pocket. They're supporting a, a studio that was, you know, kind of getting publishing rights in, you know, in in a way that includes more risk. And and now Microsoft can take care of them. Um, so what I'm hoping is that they either allow Outer Worlds to get a sequel that's exclusive to Xbox or let Obsidian do exactly what they want. Give them the bag of money. Okay, I, I went and I listened to the interview of the co-directors of Obsidian. It's two friends who have worked together for 20-odd mm -hmm. years. They're like family. What I don't want to happen is for Xbox to see one game get released, feel disappointed in the immediate future, and then close them down or not want to work with them. Let's look back at the grid I have displayed here. Sunset Overdrive. It was created by... I'm sorry, guys. My, my mind is rambling. It was created Sound, by Insomniac Sound. Games. Right. Yep. Insomniac Games just released Spider-Man. We know they're talented. They've done the Spiral games. We know they're talented. They only released one dud third-person shooter last gen. I can't even remember the name. Resistance, I think? Resistance was was had good scores. I'll get back to this. There's a third-person shooter they, they released. I know somebody in the chat is going to pick up on it that they uh, released on PS3 and Xbox. Uh, that did not do well. Besides that, their reputation is impeccable. So you're telling me you can't get a Sunset Overdrive 2 when this got a Metacritic score of 80? Oh, so that, that's the other thing I wanted to show. Let me see if I can skip to it. Oh, yeah. That's another thing that I will be bringing up. I imagine you got and this shit pre-ready, pre man. Like, what the hell? Oh, yeah. We're going to be, we're gonna be we're <laughs> I, gonna I see. Through. I see. What, I was, I was going to lay off and let everyone else talk, but you, you want me to come in here and debate? Bait, but you know i'll let you do your thing for now yeah so we're, we're <laughs> go gonna display this you know Meta, metacritic is not the end-all be-all mm -hmm. but it is a great a way for us to aggregate how the community feels about these so th this is the same games i just was talking about just their metacritic score oh, i see yeah okay so you know things are great uh I, what i wanted to bring up is that it got an 81 and it got a user score of a 79 sunset overdrive so we know that there our fans out there that when they see the potential for Sunset Overdrive, they go, oh my gosh, that, that second part of developer, they're so good. Let's mm. give them a second opportunity. And Xbox, I think they're too nearsighted. I think gamers are too nearsighted. And when a game doesn't sell so well, they, they really don't come back. The only developer that seems second party that comes back is Remedy. I, I'm kind of rooting for them. Uh, I, I have some negative things to say about them later. But um, when, when, I, when I go and look at these extra studios, I, I'm trying to make this less long-winded. I don't know how long Microsoft will want to keep them around. That is my mm -hmm. concern. Ninja Theory, I love them. Hellblade, awesome. How long are they going to keep them around? Are they going to let them fail? It, it, for example, look on the PlayStation side. We've got a game coming out called Dreams. Dreams went through a long development cycle, right? Little Big Planet it was their last IP that came out a while ago. Or Tearaway, you can count Tearaway in 2015. But, it, you know, if Dreams doesn't do well, I don't know how Sony's going to feel about that studio considering the cost of Dreams. But they're taking that risk. And right. that is why I am part of the PlayStation brand. I don't want another Forza Motorsport 8 when the Xbox 2 or 720 comes out. Uh, Ori is fine, but Halo is not for me. Forza Horizon, love it. And I know they're trying to make something else, maybe a fable. I heard the rumors. It, it's not enough. So let's expand our horizons, and, and and I keep wanting. I almost called him Sean again, Phil Spencer. Um, he, he's just he's got a lot of work cut out for him. And there's another subject I want to go to, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll get time. We'll get time. Let's, yeah, let's, let's get the let's get the guests in here. Aaron, what, what do you, what do you think about not only what your your fellow fellow Sony guys said, but as well as 
uh, I mean, the topic's supposed to be crackdown, but I guess we just passed that completely. Uh, I, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. I thought so, about crash for so long. Yeah, it's not. So, so Eric, what, what do you what do you think about what your uh what your fellow Sony uh dude has said in and how uh Fernando was talking about how Phil Spencer is the goat. What, what do you think about? I, it? What, what do you have to say about that? I mean, Phil Spencer inherited. Uh, a mess. I, I don't want to call it a mess, but there were a lot of things already in development when he came into power. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as the uh, slideshow you had up with the Halo, the Forza, I have Microsoft, I do want them to develop more of those titles, but they need new IP. They need something fresh and innovative. They really have to take a chance on a developer. And I'm hoping, well, this generation is almost over, but next generation, they give these people the opportunity like they did with uh the studio that made cuphead like that yeah. game they gave them a chance and cuphead that was my favorite xbox game when they come out 2017 yeah um wow but, was it that long yeah it was yeah. like september 2017 yeah the dlc um, comes out uh i think later on this year but if that's all you like he has it up on the screen now halo Four racing car games. Yeah, no, it looked it looked bad. It looked bad viewing from looking at that. But but I just I want them to succeed because we need competition. Competition breeds creativity and innovation. But there, it seems like like someone said earlier, they're more focused on creating the Xbox as an entertainment console, where it's Mm -hmm. the center of your living room, where you can say, "Hey, Cortana, turn the ESPN." I hope it didn't do that. Okay. Instead of working on games, because I remember that E3 where Phil Spencer came out and he said Xbox is the best place to play third party games. You should you don't want the head of your company saying, hey, we don't have anything original, but come play other people's stuff here. Wow. It's it's I mean, and they I wish I want them to focus on games. That's all right now. Sony is focused on games and they have. A bunch of new stuff in the pipeline. No one knows when it's coming out. But Microsoft, I mean, I don't, I don't know what to look forward to. I had, I bought an Xbox, so I wanted something to come out for it. But it's, I, I wanted to get an, a One X, but there's no real incentive for me to buy one. Okay. Do you have a Pro though, sir? I have a Pro. Right, well, that's an incentive right there. I mean, when uh, Anthem will look a little bit better on the Xbox Division, will look a little bit, Red Dead probably look a little bit better. But I have, the, I'm not going to spend five hundred bucks, I see, or four hundred bucks just to play a game. I can go just buy for the PlayStation Pro now. Okay, okay, I, I feel you. I feel like the Sony guys are super down, man. Like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> like, like y'all, y'all, y'all more down than Xbox dudes. But, but like Fernando, what is your counter to to what? What these guys have said. Do you, do you agree? Disagree? Or what do you what do you think? I don't necessarily I don't necessarily disagree, but um, we have to look at PlayStation and um, Xbox in context of what they mean to their companies. Um, yeah. PlayStation is Sony's um, lead revenue generator. It makes the most money for Sony right now. Windows makes the most money for Microsoft. Um, when Bill Gates was the was the CEO of Microsoft, he supported Xbox. He was a visionary. He was a little bit more innovative. When he left, Steve Ballmer took over. He didn't care about video games. 
He didn't care about smartphones. He didn't care about iPods. He didn't think any of that would work. And we see what the world looks like today. So you got you got to kind of factor those things in. And now we have the new gentleman. I can't pronounce his name. What the first party, uh, Matt Booty? No, the new uh, the new CEO of uh, Oh uh, Nadia. Yes, to tell yeah, something yeah. like that. Mm. But um, apologize, man. Bring for it. Yeah, sorry for butchering your name. <laughs> but um, but he's the new lead, and he's much more innovative. He and he sees gaming as as one of the biggest priorities for Microsoft right now. So, um, yeah, but, real, uh, it, it, real quick, it's Saudi and Nadella. Sorry, Saudi and Nadella. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Um. So when we hear when we hear Kofi say that um he's worried about the commitment that that they're going to see, Microsoft is extremely committed to um what video games mean in this generation and the generation beyond. They see that games are expected to reach um, a projected revenue of 235 billion by 2022. So damn, um, I thought Microsoft was dying, man. I thought Xbox was you know <laughs> going to be obsolete, man. I thought you know no, thought it was doom and gloom for the Xbox. We're talking about the entire industry, yeah. And um, a lot of people aren't paying attention to the innovation that's taking place, um, but. Xbox isn't trying to win a console war anymore. They're trying to dominate the entire gaming landscape. They want the console market. They want the gaming market. They want the handheld market. They're, they're getting in the phones. That's why you see Game Pass is supposed to be working its way over to Nintendo. Okay. They, they, are, they are trying to bleed into everything that they can, and they are slowly and successfully doing it. I, I don't think the Xbox brand is going anywhere. I think it's slowly becoming more powerful never okay okay so, so i mean that was going to be one of the next topics but you already transitioned uh effortlessly i must must add so so pharaoh made some good points what, what do you got to say sony i mean you you guys could definitely cut in anytime you have a question uh you don't really have to wait for me but um to counter his point uh what what do you guys have to say eric you could go first um Jeez, uh, put me on the spire. Can the other person go first? Okay. Yeah. I was writing something down. No, I was, I was, I was waiting because this, this, I'm mofo, actually sitting on the edge of my seat. I'm ready. Hey, that's what I'm saying. This, this, you have at it, bro. Oh, he's, gonna, oh, he's always ready. I, I know oh. he's ready. Now, you know what? Go, go ahead, man. Go ahead. If, if you need some time, then I'll go right after him because, okay, I'm go fine. ahead, man. Okay, so. Xbox having their service on Switch and on PC and let's say on phones in the near future. You're right. As a business deal, Sony should be afraid because if Microsoft's market penetration is strong enough, Sony will have to change their traditional game plan. What is Sony's traditional game plan? Tons and tons of third and first party exclusives. Let's be honest, Sony is crushing it between those two. And Sony's first party is as good as it's ever been, which is a whole nother thing I'm going to get onto. So Sony won by such a major margin. Xbox goes, why would we Why would we fight this battle? We haven't had like any, I hate to say it, you know me, I'm a JRPG guy. We haven't had many Japanese developed exclusives over here when Switch could do it for us. And what I mean by that is what if, Ja uh, what if Xbox Game Pass being on Switch could incentivize Japanese developers to create games on Game Pass? That's but why, huge. But why would they do that, though? Like, why would the Japanese developers create games on Game Pass when they're so used to just putting it out to the Japanese uh, companies like Sony and Nintendo? Because the handheld market is huge. Like, Look at all the people who play 
a game like Monster Hunter on handheld. And mm -hmm. if Xbox could contract one Japanese company, just one, to make something like Monster Hunter that everybody plays, I think it, it would be the new obsession. And and like they're saying, to avoid the R&D cost of Switch is incredible. I, I, I'm actually kind of agreeing with the what uh, uh, Pharaoh was putting out. Um, that, that, that is correct. Here is where I get concerned. All of the the developers that Microsoft Game Studio has, like I mentioned, in, uh, what in Exile, uh, um, Obsidian, Three Four Three, Turn Ten, Playground, all of them. I am concerned that the games they create and that will be available on any platform are not going to be in the AAA space. I I, I don't know how to better verbalize that, but something concerns me that I'm not going to get a God of War esque game streaming on Game Pass that's going to change how we play. A quick rewind, and this is this is a long time ago, but back in 2006, right? Mm -hmm. Gears of War came out. Gears of War changed hey, how hey. I thought about co-op. Uncharted came, yeah. Uncharted came right after that. Right, Uncharted 2, another big one, but sticking with Xbox, I, I, I cannot believe, like in my head, when I think of Gears of War 2, you know what I think of? That freaking commercial. Do you remember that? Oh it yeah, with the, play, um, Darko. Yes. Yeah, that shit. That was a that dope. Was an dope Yo, when you amazing see that commercial, commercial, it changes how you feel about games. Hell yeah! And I love that. Epic, Epic and Xbox doubled down on that risk for this awesome game that changed the genre. I think it was one of the first games that you you could um. I mean, it's controversial now, but if you took damage, there was no life bar, and you know mm -hmm. you you kind of recover over time. I'm I'm which I'm okay with. I feel like I don't remember that mechanic before Gears of War. Maybe it was there. I'm sure somebody will call me out. Um, but there's, there's so many influences in, in horde mode. Where did that term come from? Right. When you used to do the, the castle defenses, you'd play co-op and then swarms of enemies would come at you. That horde mode, that term came from Gears of War. I love that impact that Gears had on gaming today. That's awesome. They really haven't done that since then. How is it that what is that? 14 years later, we're still like, oh man, you know, they're gonna come out with something that'll change the game. Well, we got God of War that just won Game of the Year. First Party doesn't usually win Game of the Year. I, I, I am so happy. Uh, like for me, I, I'll tell you this: I haven't spoke well of PlayStation. I am loving PlayStation. This oh gym. man, oh, oh, this God, this is too man. much. There's too much pro pro PlayStation <laughs> talking about. I gotta cut you off right now. Okay, man. okay. So I'll All right, listen, listen, listen. Man, it's a kumbaya. I was trying to hold it in because, like, Ryan, you ain't you ain't on other people's show. You can't go off, you know, off the panel because you gotta be respectful. But yes. I'm trying to hold. I'm trying to hold it I'm in, sorry. but there's too I'll, much. I'll, I can't I'll, handle I'll, it. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> so, nah, nah, so, uh, so I'll, I'll go. So give Eric a little bit more time. Okay. Um, so, so you were right. Uh, the innovation uh, in game, especially uh, when it came to the OG Xbox, and when when Gears One first arrived on the scene. That commercial, man, I could vividly still remember it. And that movie is so dark. It just fit fit that game perfectly. You know what I mean? Oh. And now now you we transi transition to the to, to the present time of how God of War and how it uh kind of recaptured our mind of how a game could be re-envisioned, right? Um so for Microsoft, uh I don't necessarily disagree with you. Um the games <laughs> severely lacking. We don't, there's not too much innovation. Crackdown 3 was very, very safe. They tried to innovate with the technology, 
um it wasn't quite there and you we already know the whole story about why that happened um i don't want to play the games of what ifs but you know what if that developer stayed and didn't get bought out you know cloud gen right. um how close would that destruction be to their original vision and that would have been a game changer in a sense like it had been completely different to what they're playing now but uh to to to, to back uh my point and my boy uh pharaoh here it's it's early, man. You got I mean, we, Xbox is getting their teeth kicked in for a variety of reasons, man. And, and not only did, did the race start with the Xbox machine having flat tires, it had flat tires, a fucked up engine, oil leaking, the whole damn crew team was all fired. You know what I mean? And then by the time they got that changed, Sony and Nintendo already did ten laps. You know, so it's like they're about three years behind. Yeah, ex exactly. They're about three years behind. The only thing that Microsoft has um, to to their uh, disposal that I don't think any other real company, um, maybe outside the big time uh, giant giant tech companies, is the is not only the money but the infrastructure that they have. Fortunately enough for uh, you know Xbox guys, it's Microsoft man. They have the money and they've already been making making uh, news and waves with these new studios. And we'll we'll get to that part later. But I just wanted to. Uh, First of all, stop stop your pro pony talk. <laughs> it gives time for Eric to go in. Go ahead. Well, okay. What do you think? What do you think about what we've been talking about earlier, man? And okay. uh, definitely, definitely. I actually have a question for everybody here. Right, go ahead. Now, do man. you think that this is kind of a last resort for Microsoft, like the level three super? You just like pull it off at the end, just hoping it connects because they're developing for Nintendo. They're going to do this Game Pass thing for Nintendo. Mm -hmm. Um. Do you think if they were doing well software-wise with good exclusives, good games, that they would be doing this? That's a good question. Oh, wow. that's such hard. That's question. a good question. Oh. Hey, uh, Farrell, go ahead, man. Take this. Take this. What do you think? Do you think Microsoft or Xbox would be going this tech route um, and not like if they were in the league, they would have been doing the 360 route? What, what, do, you, what do you think? Yo, Farrell. Oh, oh, me. Uh, <laughs> for a second, I thought you were talking to Kofi. Uh, yeah. Personally, uh, I think I think they still would have went the tech route based on based on the improvements we saw with the Xbox 360, um, with the slim model, and I, I think they would have continued to innovate, especially being that PlayStation was already planning the Pro. Also, um, I don't think we would have seen. Um, Things like Game Game Pass, I don't think we would have seen backwards compatibility um, had they had been winning um, in this console generation. I, I don't think we would have saw those things, but I still think we would have seen the hardware. And I think as far as the Xbox One con is concerned, they're just trying to boost their install base um, mm -hmm. right now. Um, if you look at the overall Microsoft strategy, um, there isn't so there isn't supposed to there's supposed to be a smooth transition between consoles now um the controller that you have now is supposed to work perfectly with the new xbox whenever that comes out so i i assume that games will kind of work the same way um we saw how with the um with original xbox versus xbox one uh, x you have to download the 4k mm -hmm. patch, um for the game to um work effectively on your on your Xbox One X. I assume that we're going to see similar um, 
type of deal when the uh whenever the new next gen console comes out i'm assuming we're going to kind of see the same thing until the x truly phases out but i don't think it's going to phase out anytime soon okay well, what do you think about it kofi because uh do you do you agree or disagree with my man Farrell here or do you do you think that xbox would have uh would have had the same way if it was 360 and, and i think just to add a little bit had had we had a different ceo it probably would have been the status quo, but because we have new CEO, CEO I think I agree with Pharaoh. But what, what do you what do you think? Oh, th this is a really hard question for me. I, I really think that the Xbox being a I, I'm going to use the prior generation to kind of dictate how I feel about right. this generation. Xbox was winning in, in worldwide sales for a long time in last gen. We know that in, in the universe um, in uh, in the U.S., Xbox crushed PlayStation. I think it was like I don't know three to two or something like that. Mm -hmm. But even though they had that lead, they lost worldwide the worldwide sales overall because they stopped making exclusives and focused Facts. on Connect. Facts. I just don't get oh, that. And bruh. I think that that's kind of the transition they're going through here. Like many people have said, they're going like the Sega route, where they're license out Sonic, license out Shenmue, license out Yakuza, and give out um, their service because they're bringing on developers um, to, to become something different. Um, uh, but there was something. Oh, so here was one thing somebody brought up. Um, th this is one YouTuber. I, I forget his name, but he was bringing up um, Minecraft's acquisition by Microsoft after Minecraft had already sold some 60 million copies was very peculiar. And it kind of speaks to how Microsoft has wanted to become this for much longer, like uh, since that's 2014. A that's a good point. And yeah. it, it scares me because when I when I see that xbox might be leaving okay i get it like let's say next generation xbox will have the most powerful console something tells me xbox they're driving for that and you know what <laughs> i'll have to take the bullet as a, as a sony guy I, we may not have the most powerful console but in terms of like You're damn right soupy graphics i will i will be worried if they don't have a lucrative console to buy. And that in turn makes Sony less aggressive in being mm. a good company to consumers. I want I want Xbox around. See, see that, that's push PlayStation. That's a good question. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna actually throw that question back after I ask Eric his own opinion on it. Okay. So what what do you think? The question that you just asked, what do you what do you think? Um I think if it's if this uh, Game Pass thing goes to Switch or any other platform, I'd rather them l label it as Microsoft rather than Xbox on insert console here. Hmm. Um, it seems, I mean, Microsoft is one of the greatest tech companies ever. I mean, but they it seems they're focusing so much on the tech. Yes, they have the best, the most powerful console on the market, but you still need something designed from the ground up to play on that right. right now they just don't have any they don't have a you know sony santa monica they don't have you know a gorilla studio they don't have somebody that's going to take three or four years to build something specifically for this platform and they don't have to worry about moving it across different consoles this i mean the, i love that they're focused on the tech but they they have to be games first that game sell systems not controllers not teraflops you want to be able to go home and put a disc or download something in that console hmm. i agree 
you make a, you make a very very valid point, and uh, I don't like agree to agree with the Sony um, brethren, but okay, I'll just mess with you. No, 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 that's a, that's a valid point, man. Um, so how I feel about this, man, with with the with the whole Microsoft and uh, I I feel like they were gonna go this way, especially with the new CEO. Um, I would be I'd be lying to myself if I didn't like the fact that 360 was on top last gen and i was talking so much shit it was the greatest <laughs> thing ever man it was the greatest i ain't gonna Very lie good console. It, was, it was it was a it nightmare was, <laughs> it was the greatest greatest thing ever talking so much shit and going in college and every every college dorm had a 360 man you'd be that one weirdo in the back kofi was, <laughs> hey, <laughs> let's, let's play let's play that kingdom hearts or uh you know let's let's play resistance and everybody look at you like shut the hell up man we're we about to play these gears of halo you know that's that i miss i'm not even gonna lie this gen and and the future of of, of microsoft going on the other other stuff man they're doing it to to i, I wouldn't say survive i think they would have still been okay but they would have been no growth you know what i mean they would have just yes. leveled out they would have just leveled out because their reach is already at its maximum i feel because this gen compared to last gen there wasn't backward backwards compatibility was still a, a new thing for consoles now that PS5 is thinking about or should have backwards compatibility, all that library that you have from PS4 and all these gamers, 100 million gamers, what incentive do they have to go buy an Xbox if they could just buy a PS5 and, and have all their games? You know, Microsoft knows this. You know what I mean? And yeah. they're like, okay, how do we grow if we can't penetrate the Japanese market? Our worldwide reach in Europe is lackluster. And they only they only service to what fourteen countries I believe or something like that something that's and I think I think with Sony's in like with thirty or something some crazy amount where it's like insurmountable almost so so from the business side of this it is a good move that Microsoft is using Nintendo to 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 get that handheld market which is a huge market in Asia um, to not only build brand awareness for themselves but also increase the revenue. So that they, in my opinion, so that they could use that revenue to uh, get more studios to develop more games and be officially the Netflix of game. And like Eric was saying, like you said, yeah, games buy consoles. But in this case, Microsoft doesn't really care if you buy their console. They just want to make you want to buy their software. Basically the new Steam, Steam of consoles. Right. Like, please mm. subscribe. Yeah. Because that, that's the real income. Ex exactly. So so I'm going to turn the point. Uh, I think uh, my man Kofi mentioned, how does this affect Sony? So, yeah. so I'm going to just throw the question out. So how does this affect Sony? Is it a positive that Microsoft is doing this move, or is it a negative? And I'm going to wait, let Kofi wait, because your punk ass is going to talk 30 minutes. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll, talk, I'll talk long. What do you think, Eric, uh, about that question? OK, um, Sony can take it. I either one of two ways they can see it as an act of desperation by microsoft or they can step up and say okay they're trying to expand their platform we have to evolve and do something else now um i don't know where sony can go from here they're like really games focused even though they are a they're a heart they have hardware as well i mean there's sony uh tvs dvd play dvd players 4k blu-ray players which they didn't include in the ps4 pro which is really dumb yeah. movie studios music yeah, that's true. so i mean i mean their playstation still built part of their billion dollar revenue stream 
So I don't know where Sony goes from here. I guess keeping the focus on games, taking chances. I mean, for them to even give Kojima this much space to make this Death Stranding game, that says a lot about them being ready, being willing to take any sort of risk. Wow. Okay. What do you What do you think, Fair? I'm gonna let Kofi wait a little bit longer, man. <laughs> well, I think um, I think Sony has had a very comfortable lead, but I think um, they're forecasting the landscape and and seeing what Microsoft is doing, and I think that right now they're doubling down on their commitment to um, first party experience, um, a single player experience. Um, they're they're focusing on first party games. I think that they're expecting um, Xbox to be very competitive in the next generation. I don't I don't think they expect to dominate as much as they currently did. Just based on um, things that I'm reading, not basically under gaming per se, but just how the company itself is moving, how their executives and how they're uh, reshuffling and reorganizing. Um, for the next generation. So I think uh, I, I think that Microsoft's innovation right now has led to a lot of the changes that we're seeing that are coming for the PlayStation 5, like the backwards compatibility. Um, PlayStation Now, I think PlayStation Now is, it was, it was there before um, Game Pass, but I think it was in reaction because everyone has insiders. So I think I think it was kind of reactionary because it, that there doesn't seem to be a strong investment in PlayStation now, especially not as strong as play as Xbox is, is into Game Pass. Okay. Um, but that that's just kind of how I see the 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 landscape of of uh, of Sony right now. I think I think they're kind of building up their reserves and they're getting ready. And I think um, I think right now Xbox is has a bunch of games stored up. That's why they bought these studios. Mm -hmm. I think they bought these studios and I think these studios already have games that are about 85% done. And they're just, they're just basically coding them for, for the new system. And okay. So I think, I think either E3 this year, E3 next year, whenever they announce the Xbox one X, they, they're going to have a lot of first party. I think you're going to see a lot of a lot of AAA titles. I think you're going to see at least at least four at launch. Um, really? Which will be pretty all good. Right. All right, all right. So I, I like I like how Pharaoh did that. We were talking about Sony. He's just like, man, fuck talking about Sony. I'm going to twist it back to Xbox. See, that, that's why he's <laughs> yeah, he in my corner, that. man. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's how you're supposed to do it. But go, Kofi, man, go ahead, man. Your beloved Sony. What do you think? They're gonna do? Is it a is it a benefit for them? Is it a negative? Are you worried? Concerned? What's up, man? Talk to me. Right now, I feel like this is the best PlayStation I've had, PlayStation experience I've had in my adult life. Man, I, if you don't I, stand I, up and smack <laughs> yourself. All right, so I, I'll step away from that. I, I want to say that uh, Fernando mentioning um, PlayStation Now as a streaming alternative for Sony to try to compete with what Xbox is doing, I think that's really admirable because I feel like they haven't really made real money on PlayStation Now till maybe maybe the last year. Um, PlayStation Now was... Um, uh, Pharaoh mentioned that uh, PlayStation Now it was kind of a react reactive. Uh, I'll piggyback on that and say that the ability to download games and not stream them was a reaction that Sony had to people not liking PlayStation Now. Xbox. And, and, and 
it just goes back to me saying like Xbox's competition with with PlayStation is making PlayStation better. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that they double down on their first party games, the fact that they're giving their first party games more time after well, we could maybe talk about E3 2016 after, you know, blowing their load and showing like everything, right? Showing Shenmue, which has been in development for forever. Um, I can't wait for that game. Um, you didn't so, play one and two, did you? Say, say again? Did you play Shenmue one and two? One I, and I played two on Xbox, but I only played i mean i played one like back in the day like when we were you know in the neighborhood and yeah we by the way we know each other me and pharaoh we grew up together okay i was like um, man you about to call you out man i was about to be in the fraud alert i gotta put a thing <laughs> on here man like hit the button <laughs> fraud alert fraud alert it's like <laughs> go ahead man but um, you say so so yeah today i feel great because like how you felt in 360 generation you, you get mad laughs you get to make all mm-hmm. the memes next generation can i stay confident that Sony will be as aggressive with their first party, they might not need to be. Let's say for some reason, uh, Xbox goes full service, right? And PlayStation goes, well, there's no reason for us to kind of take all these risks. They they take so many risks. You know, Sony first party has 15 studios. And if I ramble just a little bit, some of their studios don't make games by themselves. They literally help other developers make games. Look up San Mateo Studios. Look up XDev Studios over, over in Europe. They basically say, oh, uh, Guerrilla Games is making a Horizon Zero Dawn. They probably need help developing maybe, uh, I'll be honest, I don't know very small details, but they might help with development. They might help with certain uh, t- testing of uh, qual- Q&A, things like that. Mm-hmm. That, that. That family over there within uh, PlayStation Camp is awesome. Um, for example, um, Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog has a team called the Ice Team. The Ice Team is specifically there to make development engines. Uh, you're telling me that Sony's first party has a team that just makes engines? That's awesome. That's the passion. That's the excitement that I like uh, over there. W- will that team stay around if they don't, let's say they don't need them anymore? They could just mm-hmm. maybe, I don't know, get um, uh, the Unreal 4 engine or, you know, I don't know, some evolution of that, get it from Epic. Um, I don't want that. I want that passion to stay, that aggressiveness to stay. That's a selling point for me to buy my PlayStation. So that's that's my worry. That Xbox's impact. Uh, oh, another point Pharaoh made, like they're trying to get this huge user base, right? Two billion users, I think they mentioned, or somebody maybe yeah. can look that up. Um, if they do get that, Sony might look over there like, mm, you know what? They're making easy money. They're not they're not going through six year development cycles making a God of War. They're just making a you know uh, uh, game. Hey, 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 man! I, I, I ain't gonna keep taking this blasphemous talk from you, man. Uh, Show Phil Spencer some that damn respect. Honestly, I I think I think Sony is gonna come out stronger than they ever have before. I, I think, I think they see the next generation as a real war. That's just, just my opinion. I think even, even when, um, with all this, this talk about. Microsoft potentially doing a Sega and being third party. You still think Sony? Um, I mean, yeah, Sony will still be number one. But like, like my man uh, Kofi said, like his concern is the reason why Sony's doing so hot is because Microsoft. Well, I feel, I feel like, um, I feel like I said, I feel like Phil Spencer is the exact person that they needed to head their Xbox division. But when I look at it, just like I said, when I look at it from a company standpoint, when Microsoft decides that they want to, you know, go to war with somebody, um, 
they they have a nice little treasure chest and that's I, that's a good point so i think when you combine that treasure chest with the leadership that phil spencer is providing right now i think is something that even people at sony are, are somewhat concerned about um especially now that phil just hired um that nintendo executive to lead uh the uh project id yeah second and third um, party yeah well project id is the uh is the um what is it uh where people make their own games project id like you oh, okay buy yeah. the dev, you get the dev kit and you like cuphead they they were oh, part yeah, of project, yeah yeah okay. they were part of project id so they're like pretty much independent studios that can all they do is ask for the dev kit and they can they can make games if they want and you know if microsoft likes it then they'll throw it up on e3 but anybody can publish a video game on xbox right now yeah that's um, true all right so, well well uh, i think we'll start transitioning i mean eric did you did you say your piece on this Yes, I did. I was the first person to state my Okay, piece. all right, not a problem. So let's switch it because I noticed a little some some vitriol uh, from from my man uh, Kofi about EA, man. So Anthem, we talked about Crackdown. Oh, we got it. We have to talk about Anthem. Have you guys played Anthem? Yes, only Kofi? through the user beta. Okay, on PC. So, so like the question I, I, I in the in the beginning when I mentioned. Anthem's or Crackdown score was it justified? Same thing. Is Anthem with all 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 the scores and all this mm. all this hate has been received? Is it justified? And what do you think of not only Anthem but EA? So I'm gonna let it. I'm gonna swing it back to Eric. Okay. What's your points, my man? Oh, man, um, I would say the scores are justified for Anthem. Uh, I know a lot of people are giving it problems because it's a, a loot shooter. I mean, of course, that's what it is. Outside of that. It's kind of repetitive. I mean, I'm only about, uh, I think I'm level 12, uh, my character, but it seems like I'm doing the same thing over and over and over again. And the bugs and glitches and the servers just uh, shutting down. Last night I got kicked off four times. That messes Man. up the, wow. that messes up the yeah. experience, yeah, definitely. which indeed was, messes up your score. Was you, was you playing on the, the pro? No, I got it on X, Xbox. Hey, man, hey, blasphemous! You ain't you ain't played on Xbox anyway. Go ahead. I got it on. I got it on both. I haven't uh, opened the pro yet. I'm waiting for my coworker to get oh, his. Gotcha, wow, but um, that's crazy though. Four times, damn, dude. Yeah, yeah, but it's. I mean, it is what it is. I guess if you go in and this is your type of game and you really like this, you'd probably give it a hundred or a ten out of ten. But if you if someone's objectively looking at this game, it's not really doing much new. Uh, other than you just flying around, which is it's pretty cool. And the verticality is com completely different. I can't remember a game that had that like that verticality. And you know, flying. Uh, just I watched a video of the E3 reveal from 2017, I think, and the product they release now, world, world of different. I mean, like we come to expect that some things are going to be downgraded when games are shown at E3, but this is. It changes if you've played it. There's like a marketplace, like mm -hmm. in the main area, kind of like in the Black Panther movie, how they're just walking through and people are hustling, bustling. With this, it's just people standing next to tables, like it's a a swap meet, and you just have to walk up to them. It's super monotone. It's really slow. There's too much conversation and story happening when you just want to get to the action. Wow. Okay. So 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 you so you really down on it then? I mean, 
I'm playing it because I got my friend playing it with me. So we're just chatting with each other as we go through missions. But I mean, I see Metascore 60. I would probably give it like a 70. Oh, hold, 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 hold up. You you gave Crackdown a 50 with no bugs, but this game has bugs. You're giving it a 70? Yes. Uh, you I justify that, my man. Come on. Okay. H- how are you giving one game a 50? Uh, without if you play the game, there's really no issues. You know uh, what? At least you're, fair. That's, you're right. You know what I mean? I'll, gi- I'll give Anthem a 60 as well. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'll All bring right. that down because I can't like right now. I it didn't crash on me today, but last night I was pretty damn mad at how much it was going down. Gotcha. Um, right. lo- and there's a lot of glitches and bugs where you get stuck in walls and enemies disappear. So yeah, you know what? 50. You damn you're damn right. Oh. You hear that? And it's so, EA, so that, that <laughs> take, I, I despise EA since they bought that uh, the NFL license. I've hated everything they've done. EA Good gets, point. Wow. EA gets a lot of slack, man. All right, Kofi, what do you think about this? I know you love EA, man. EA is your favorite publisher. <laughs> <laughs> you got EA tattoo, and you you know <laughs> what's, what's good, man. I think um, I, I will put out there. I did only play the the pre beta from the fifteenth, right? So that wasn't their official official release. Uh, the the few minutes I played on PC, you know, at that seventy frames, I actually had a pretty good time. I didn't play it for a long time. I didn't play it for more than five hours. Um, but now when I see the reviews and I see it's still at sixty dollars, I'm disappointed. I'm coming from mm. you know another looter shooter like uh, the Division. Um, so I don't feel like going through the experience of so many things missing from a $60 game. If it was, I'll be honest, if the cheap, if the price was lower, I'd probably be pretty forgiving. But I think my, my real anger is definitely towards EA and their ability to find a very, very talented developer and then <laughs> slowly let them release Bad game after bad game. I'll I'll say this. Mediocre game after mediocre Mm. game. And then close them when they don't hit the two-month sales expectations. So we're talking about Visceral. We're talking about Maxis. Um, If somebody can name another studio that has closed behind them, I'm I'm skipping. Um, So... um, What did Dead Space? Is that Visceral? Yeah, that's Visceral. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, uh, I don't want to get on a tangent about Visceral because that, that's a real sore <laughs> spot for me. But um, oh, so Bioware. Bioware has made. Uh, I, I'm always talking about developers that have like defined the genre. They made Baldur's Gate. They made Mass Effect. They made Knights of the Old Republic. They made Dragon Age. Those they games really us. like impacted us, man. Like people think about those games, they're like, "What? Um, um, Pharaoh, you love um Jade Empire? It, th- those are great. You know, sometimes risky, sometimes not as much, but." They, their execution was great and their storytelling ability. Like, I look to Bioware for like Western developers. I look to Bioware. I'm like, oh, wow, that's how you tell a good story. Uh, Mass Effect 2, if I didn't mention that, that's like the pinnacle of that trilogy. Mm. And now we have, we had this situation where I think between E3 2017 and now, the story writers for Anthem kind of had a hyperbole about how impressive the story was. And and maybe Eric can kind of speak to, I hear it's just like, you have two things you can say, but they don't mean anything. No, at least to the same tree, man. It's not, I haven't seen any like 
decisions that alter too. I mean, I haven't gotten too far into the story. I think That's I'm right, yeah. like level eight, but still, like so far, I'm like, okay, this is when you used to Bioware game. There's branches and you know, and conversation branches and trees and and all that that links to different things and different actions. This game it doesn't seem like that. So, so Kofi, I, I take it from what you're saying. You're saying that you're you're also down on this game. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. If this game was like maybe it was like. Uh, it, uh, a, a review score number. Mm. I, I won't give it a review score number since I didn't play the final game. Um, but if the game, it, it's a $30 or less game for me. Wow. Mm. So now I got to expose you because your ass was playing with me during the demo and you was like, man, this is my probably my first Bioware game I buy since. since I know. So I, yeah, I got to man, I got to download a plugin, fraud alert or something. But I'll do that next no, time. I did, I did say that, and that was the thing in the in the five hours or whatever that I played on PC. I had a great time, and then yeah, everybody's telling me like, as soon as you exit that, you'll realize the repetitiveness. And I, I guess I just didn't get to that point. And that's why I, I guess for a lower price, I'd still, I'd still get it. Wow, damn, that's that's crazy. What, what, what you what you think, man? Uh, Farrell, what do you, what do you think about these uh, Sony guys just? Being blasphemous to the to the mighty Bioware, man. Like, what, what do you got to say? Have you played it? I have not played it. I don't believe in purchasing games that are incomplete. I oh, think uh, I think that these uh these multiplats, um, these you know these. I, I think they need to stop. They need to stop with the the, the all these patches. They want you to buy the game at sixty dollars. That's crap. And then they want to fix it a year or two later. You know with every but a patch every three months uh i i just think it needs to stop so okay so i was excited for anthem i was excited for the potential of anthem um but to see what they did with it i just i i kept my money in my pocket i bought jump force so okay Okay. Can I so, say something real go quick? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, just to add on to what Farrah was saying about the game being incomplete mm -hmm. i with ea i don't want to or with any company i don't want to put all the blame on the devs there's some suit in the office that has to answer to stockholders and shareholders about why this game needs to be rushed out i'm there's somebody down there rushing these devs to say oh. just get it out patch it patch it later just get it out we want people to buy it instead it, of releasing the the full game uh it, it almost never falls on the uh on the dev uh it, it it's on the publisher it's the publisher is the one that's putting the pressure on the dev to to, to hurry up and, and get me something I can put out. Yeah, that's that's the. Um, so let me. You you said you know unfinished games and you know they got to put an end to that. What do you think about Sea of Thieves? Um, I played Sea of Thieves. Um, it was a beautiful game. Um, because I played it fresh out the box. I didn't continue to play it. Um, for long. But yeah, it was just another incomplete game. It was a game where you could really only have fun if you played um with a group of other people there was no type of like um i didn't feel like i could explore myself and just like get lost on this island and have gotcha. a good time so gotcha. it's, um all right so so so, so and, clearly in a world that big you would you would like to be able to have that ability even though it's meant for you to play with others if if you don't have time to to, to find someone to play with that's a friend and then you almost need a mic to play with them too mm. You know, a lot of people are anti-social these days. <laughs> Definitely facts. Like my man here, as you can see, Mr. Mr. Farrell, with, with the highest uh, of integrity. 
just like <laughs> said Sea of Thieves was you know another another game that wasn't finished, and he's completely correct. Uh, it's a fun game to play with your friends, but this shit is boring as fuck. Um, oh, uh, and and for the record, just uh just for all the listeners, uh, Fist of the North Star is uh is fifty percent off now. So just so you guys know. Thank you. Uh, y'all gonna y'all gonna double team with this anime talk? This is this is not an anime show. No, the game, the game. <laughs> I, I know. I'm just, I'm, <laughs> nah, I'm just fucking with y'all. <laughs> All right, so so with 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 the negative uh, reviews and even the sale, of, I believe is like fifty percent less than Andromeda. What do you think is gonna happen to Bioware, man? Uh, and and if something were to happen, what do you want Bioware to to go? You want to have them stay independent afterwards, or Hopefully, if they're not um, dis- completely destroyed by EA, what, what, do, you, what do you guys think is going to happen after this? What's the, what's the fallout? I'm going to uh, go with a man back back to Farrell. What do you think? I think realistically, uh, most likely what will happen is that they'll be acquired by another company, whether it be um, another another uh, major studio or it may be Sony, it may be Xbox, but I think somebody will acquire them. Um, or... Um, They'll be dissolved and and then they'll get picked up by another developer and they'll create another small studio, kind of like um, Lionhead. Mm, okay. So 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 Kofi, what do you think about that, man? What, what do you think about the beloved Bioware? So what happens I, to them? I, I've heard rumors, and this is definitely nothing concrete, that Bioware may be working on another Dragon Age game. I think that EA will try to. You think get, they'll give I mean, them enough time? They don't, you know. I'm not concrete on whether that rumor might be true, but I, hope so. I, I would Fuck. I would hope so much that EA does not close Bioware, knows that they're still very passionate. I know they had some leadership change like since 2015 and then 2017, yeah. um, that they give them an opportunity to do one more story-driven game and, and to give them the time to develop it seriously. The other thing that I, I think might be hampering um, Bioware, and, and this is, again, I don't know how relevant this is is the engine that ea forces all of their third-party developers to use the frostbite engine yeah and apparently it's it's prioritized towards people who play first-person shooters you know great for uh, battlefield games but when a racing dev or an rpg dev tries to take those uh those tools it's very difficult or the time is is very high and i think it showed or in my opinion i think it showed in something like andromeda where it came out and it just didn't feel right there was just like things missing um and i think people were saying oh it was the studio that they closed right the um because there was two yeah the second studio that's right yeah was it montreal i don't i didn't want to misspeak um not exactly it wasn't it wasn't the main bioware but anthem is created by the main bioware that's right and and so you know now that this one is also somewhat you know, disappointing. I, I just, that's the thing. I, I wish that EA would license out Bioware to do whatever they want. I want Bioware to become their own uh, publisher. Kind of like, uh, doesn't Insomniac Games, they can publish their own games. They don't usually, right? Sony will do it for them or Xbox. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're completely independent. And I think, yeah, they, completely I think independent. they own their IPs. I don't know about Spider-Man, but Sunset, I believe, is owned yeah. by... Or like how um, how Remedy owns, um, or used to own uh, shoot, Max Payne. I think they sold that IP, but uh, they used to they own just, Max Payne yeah. 1 and 2. I think, uh, who has it now? Um, the creators of Red Dead. Yeah, uh, Rockstar yeah. owns it now. Rockstar owns it now. Okay, yeah. um, I I like that because then they can really be creative. Uh, uh, going back to another example, um, 
Obsidian, who are making uh, Outer Worlds. They really were given a considerable bag of money this time around, and they're making a, a, a IP that's kind of like Fallout, but it's it's their own passion. It's their own labor of love. Um, I think... I'm actually excited for that game, man. That, that yeah, Outer so Worlds looks freaking dope. I was like, yeah. what the heck? These guys... And, and like, I was looking at the game... Well, I don't want to gush about... I always follow these studios. But anyway, uh, <laughs> back to your point. Um, shoot, where was I? I'm sorry. You just, I was just talking about that, the Bioware and the Fallout. What happens? To yes. That? So I would say if let's say in a scenario that they don't have um, uh, Dragon Age in the in the horizon, I think they'll try to hold on to. I don't believe they'll close the studio. I just know that I will be very upset if they do. And so I, I think there'll be long term support for um, Anthem. There's there's loot boxes, right? So there's gonna there's gonna be this monetization yeah. activity that they're gonna start doing. Um, like Activision just added for Black Ops 4, or, you know, I, I'm sure that there's some sort of financial advantage for keeping Anthem around for two years. That's, that's another time when, I, like, I guess for me for another show or something, the, who who is the worst publisher? But we'll, I'll talk about that later. So, but Eric, Eric, uh, what, do, what do you think about this? What happens to Bios, uh, Bioware? What do you think? I mean, the best thing that could happen to them is that Microsoft picks them up and just hands them a blank check and says, You're "Damn right, man! All the you, games you the was from Microsoft. All the best ones." Anyway, go ahead. That's that's probably the best thing that could happen to them if EA decides to, you know, pull the plug on them because Anthem didn't sell like they thought it would. Um, I would want I would want them to be free to create and just, you know, spend all their time to make something new and fresh and original, or you can do uh bring something back if they want but we need some new games something new facts preach all right so th this show only i kind of only want to do about an hour an hour and a half we start off a little late so i have one more like little mini topic and then we could just close out um so let's go i'll go i think i'm gonna go back to uh the back to my man here eric what do you want in next gen? Because next gen I know I know I know <laughs> I know Kofi hates talking about this topic, but it is next year. E3 is around the corner. What do you want and what do you expect for uh, next gen for either either in any console, really? What, what do you what do you think? Well, I uh, I'm hoping that the focus with the new tech was is devs are working on steady frame rates. I think every everything should be 60 frames per second by now. Um, it seems like most I don't know if it's the devs or not, but it seems like there's a lot of tech demos coming out like disguised as games was like crackdown is pretty much a tech demo um dead rising i dead rising 3 was an awesome it was fun to play but it seemed more like look how much stuff we can fit on the screen yeah it's mad annoying i wow. want I mean, we all enjoy graphics but i mean nintendo can put out a game with cartoony graphics but have incredible gameplay that's what i want this new generation to be all about just straight gameplay Graphics, I don't want to take a backseat because people are going out spending a bunch of money on graphics cards and mm -hmm. 4K TVs. I want them to be satisfied too. Or at least give us the option like the Pro does with the, it gives you like a performance mode or like a graphic enhance mode. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of, so if you're not the graphics fiend, you can play at a higher frame rate. Or if you do need to have that, those sparkling HDR visuals, you can probably lock it at. 30. I'd rather them be able to lock 4K 60 on the console, which probably ain't going to happen. Well, that's 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 the target, man. I, ho I hope that's the case. I, I hope. 
Oh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Farrell, no, I, oh, just one more thing. No, no can Microsoft stop bragging about controllers for the love hey, of God. Hey, man. Hey, hey, It's just like every time I follow them on Twitter, I follow Phil Spencer, and no knock on them, but geek. Okay, cool. There's a Minecraft controller. There's a Crackdown controller. I'm like, how many controllers do I need? I've seen some people's collections where, like, their wall yep. is they're hung up like trophies. Really? You can but, you can you can make your own custom controllers. Exactly, that's man. cool. That's, that's fire, I'm good man. with that. But and stop, please stop. I know back backwards compatibility is cool, but you you can't tweet with five exclamation marks that fusion frenzy is now available like that game is that game is almost 20 years old like we don't work on new stuff i want brand new ip i want something last this generation horizon zero dawn best best ip oh man i cannot wait to get back into that game. that is the oh, best game oh my god I maybe can't. death stranding <laughs> listen listen this i'm getting a i'm getting a headache with all this pro sony talk i can't i can't take it man they got the original <laughs> ip god of war yeah um horizon zero dawn detroit become human oh, oh, oh so good like dude those are all Detroit's great good. games that i was playing last year and they all offer different radically different experiences radically different stories in different gameplay fields hey man i i, I gotta go, i gotta show some love to the xbox 2 ori fucking love that, that was game. a good game that was fucking a good game. ori is my shit um shit i can't think of anything else but ori is my game uh <laughs> I, was gonna, go. I was gonna say you can look at my little grid here and, hey you man know, that's, you know what that's a ban that's a bannable offense man you gonna put that poster down i'm tired of seeing <laughs> 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 shit Go, it's you know, it's you know, it's all good. Um, because like, like my man said, Eric, like, I'm tired of showing the controllers. The controllers is what they're really great at. I mean, they won an award for the controllers. I mean, it's not really nothing to brag about, but that is one thing that Xbox, I think, will always have over everyone else on the consoles. The controllers are pretty much close to perfect. So, um, that's one, one main reason why I'm not a primary Sony guy because y'all controllers are garbage and it's meant for people with small hands but anyway wow. um <laughs> but go ahead man farrell what do you think man you got to counter with all this pro sony talk man what, what do you want to happen next gen what's 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 the future holds for gaming next gen i think uh i think for next gen i think right now i think um one of the big things that we haven't really focused on is the fact that sony decided to bow out of e3 hmm. I think, no, I, don't, don't worry man when that show comes i'm I don't think any uh, Sony guy's gonna show up. Except for I'm not Kobe, looking man. forward to that. <laughs> I mean, I, I actually think it's very strategic on Sony's part. They know yes. that. Wait, what? Oh, oh yeah. hey, you know what? I'm so I wanted to get into this, but we don't have to do it today. I mean, no, we, no, we got time. I, I'm getting uh, jumped here. What the? What you mean is good for Sony? Go ahead, man. Explain. Yourself. It, it, it's 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 good for Sony in a sense. It's very strategic. They already have their gaming catalog set for you know the rest of the PlayStation fours. Um, current expected. So they bowed out. And right now, I think it's a strategy to hope that Microsoft falls flat on his face and gives out a little bit too much information. I think if we look at last year, we saw that they announced Scarlet and the fact they're going to have two consoles. I think they said that a little too early. Rumor is supposed to be announced in E3. Yeah, so so I, I think all of that is a strategy by Sony. I think Sony is 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 hoarding some games right now to make sure that they have a strong catalog to counter uh, what Xbox is going to come with. So I'm expecting with the next generation, I'm expecting to see 
Um, both systems putting out very strong titles. Xbox is going to be headlined by um, is going to be headlined by Halo, of course. And um, I don't know what's I don't know what places is is Final Fantasy VII uh, an exclusive for PlayStation? No, no, nope. no. I don't know what they're going to come with then, but I, I'm sure it'll be something. Um, but I, I, I expect I expect both both uh, Sony and Microsoft to come with some very strong titles. Um, I expect Microsoft to do whatever it takes to win win the hardware battle. Um, and I expect virtual reality to be at the forefront um, of this next generation. I think both are going to dive in on that. So I think we're going to see a lot more VR titles. Mm. Um, wow. wow. I expect... Uh, I expect... I think Microsoft is going to sell better out of the jump because of them having the two consoles. Mm-hmm. And um, we've already seen it a little bit with the current Xbox One X. They have a payment plan for the Xbox One X. You can buy it out the gate with Xbox Live and you make like three payments for the Xbox. Um, so I think I think we'll see that um, that payment plan at, at the Best Buys and at the GameStops and wherever um, you go. So I think that'll give them a little edge in the holiday sales um, in the beginning. Um, but I, I, I'm expecting a pretty strong generation. Um, and I mean, that's pretty much all I can say right now. I, I think right. Xbox, I think Xbox is going to dive a little bit more into the PC market as well. Mm. Um, just because, I mean, like this guy, Kofi, he, he he played. Uh, he tried to play Quantum Break, you know, which is an Xbox exclusive. So, um, yeah, I could ramble about that one. Yeah, man, listen, listen. I had to wake up because you was talking about VR and I fell asleep and hit my head. <laughs> on the so I'm I'm back. I sorry. I'm sorry for like not not moderating, but I'm back now. I'm back, man. I mean, it's it's just a <laughs> there that that they're not going to be able to ignore. Um, once once it once it eventually takes off, I agree. But I for me personally, I still don't see it taking me pulling me away from playing, you know, fr- from from a native device, man. I don't I've tried VR in some aspects, but I haven't I haven't been there. There's some games that I'm, that got me interested, but I think there's a big disconnect. It's, it's like it, it seems like it's exclusive to one. I don't know which one to actually buy or should I buy all of them just to get the games like it's it's too much I'm standing by and waiting and I know people said I'm gonna miss a lot of stuff but I'll let you guys test it out for me until I actually get what I want from it and hopefully it does come to fruition right. but, Co- but Kofi man what what do you what do you think about this I know you hate this E3, topic right? Nah, nah. I mean E3. The, we're not talking about E3. We're gonna talk about the future. E3's coming up, and <laughs> that's gonna be a great show. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but but what do you what do you think about next gen, man? What do you, what do you want to see, and what do you think is gonna happen? Um, I want to see great exclusives out the gate, and I do not believe that's gonna happen. Year over year over year, or I'll say this: generation, generation, generation. PlayStation One, Two, and Three have all started slow historically. You know, let's just go back one gen. We had Resistance Fall of Man, and we had like Genji. I think Genji on Metacritic got like a 40. It's red. I can tell you it's red. And but what the trade-off is is developers in the PlayStation Camp first party 
really learn the architecture. And on the back end, we get something like on PlayStation 2, a God of War 2, or something like a God of War 3 on PlayStation 3, or The Last of Us on PlayStation 3. And then now here we're seeing, I mean, I don't know if I want to say um, Horizon Zero Dawn. That's almost like mid-gen. But God of War, it's just an amazing achievement. And it, it was from the Order 1886's attempt at making something that was also, to my point, not so great out the gate. Well, there, graphically, it was amazing. You're right. Graphically, it did look very good. Um, I love Sony Santa Monica. Um, so I think that uh, PlayStation will try to bridge some developers to do a PlayStation 4 and a PlayStation 5 release. Like for example, Ghosts of Tsushima might end up being on PlayStation 4 and 5. Another one people forget about is Polyphony Digital has almost always done two racing games per gen. They had Gran Turismo 1 and 2 on PlayStation 1, 2 and 3, or I'm sorry, 3 and 4 on PlayStation 2, and then 5 and 6 on 3. For them only to have one non-numbered uh, Gran Turismo on PlayStation 4 is kind of strange. Um, and it you know didn't get the best reviews. So I think all, we're gonna have all some... from Grace, man. Yeah, I would, I would, studios. I mean, hey, well, don't talk too bad about my political, it's sensitive, <laughs> all right? It, those, those are my people. Um, but I hope that they have an actual launch title like back in the day when Gran Turismo 3 came out on PS2. That that was a game changer. Um, so I'm hoping, yeah, Gran Turismo 7. But you know, uh, I was gonna actually don't think, uh, you don't think Sony's silence speaks volumes. Oh, I think it does. So we could talk about the fifth. Oh, oh, you said something about VR. I wanted to talk to you about that, uh, Pharaoh. Um, I think they will get into VR. Um, micro, I mean, on Microsoft. Sony acquired um, a, a new studio called Manchester. Manchester primarily will be working on VR games. They have not made a game yet. So they have an entire studio out of the UK, um, or I'm sorry, out of Europe, that will be uh, specializing in, in in this VR space, I'm I'm with you, um, FC. I'm not really feeling VR yet. I might get it for Gran Turismo. I might like go get for Wipeout. I heard those two games are great on VR, but uh, I can't th see this thing on my head. I guess I'm too old school. Man, um, I like to be able to look around. around. <laughs> I, I got I got a couple sleeping pills for you just to get through that segment. <laughs> but. but oh man, that's so. I think I think did we touch everybody? Did everybody have a, a say? Can't remember, I lost count. Yeah, Eric. Eric, uh, he talked about sixty frames per second. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, as I, just in the chat, real quick, I just want to address some some people. My man Moss MM2K. He said Sony Monica. Did they do order eighteen eighty six? I don't think. Did they do that? I don't think they did. Uh, that goes to you, uh, Kofi. Go. Did he leave? Oh. I, I'm Eric. sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no. Sony Santa Monica developed by by Ready at Dawn SC Santa Monica Studio. Oh, so they did by Sony. So they did do it. Yeah, oh, yeah. The order? This, really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I did not know that, man. And you can wow. kind of feel that uh that similarity with the the way it plays over the shoulder type mechanics. Not so out of wars like the order 1886 in terms of ah, wow. I did not know they made that. Because yeah. you you would think they don't make trash games, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I mess with you. My man Sage Mode Lewis said, uh, "Can you guys talk about dreams?" Uh, yes, we can talk about dreams. Uh, we got a little time. We could talk about a trash ass game. Like, um, now, actually, I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna lie about it. I'll I'll go first because okay, this topic makes me want to go to sleep too. Um, see, dreams. I'm not a creative guy, man. It took me. I got a YouTube channel and I'm trying my best. I'm just not that creative. And when people hype about dreams, it's like if I boot it up, I look at a blank screen, I probably make like a, a circle and I don't know, probably make a tennis game or pong or some shit. That's probably the only thing I could make 
and dreams. I think I think the where the hype comes from for a lot of Sony guys is seeing others who actually are talented create something that is better than I guess Project Spark. I think Project Spark kind of fell flat, and some of the stuff that I did see graphically was pretty impressive for uh, a game that that allows just pretty much anyone to to use their tools. So for that, I give it props. But for me, I have to wait and see if if, if the shit like if they actually make really good games out of that. I, I'm not, I don't think so because I feel like it's gonna be a long wait time because these guys are making are not really developers. But I mean, I, I can see you guys being hype about it. But for me, I'm a wait, man. It's most likely a pass though. So hmm. so what do, what do you think? What do you what do you guys think, man? Any anyone, man? Free for all, y'all could go ahead. Yeah, real quick. So I was pretty down when I first saw dreams continually get delayed i was like oh gosh they, they said 2017 oh gosh they said 2018 but then i list I, I, well, I watched a lot of videos on youtube from their recent beta just like this month yeah, i heard the i beta was like success. i was like what the heck these games look dope i mean you know they're kind of incomplete but i was so impressed that like given i think they had two weeks or maybe 10 days to do these games it, it was awesome one guy and this might seem a little strange uh, to people who don't like playstation but one guy recreated playstation home in dreams which was like a social networking place where people had an avatar and could walk around in a physical space and this guy like recreated the the bowling alley and some of the congre congregating areas i was very very impressed by that uh, I, so i'm gonna get dreams day one i loved i guess i just love studios that make games i love so i loved little big planet one uh, i remember platinum that game that was that was really fun but I, I, well, one thing I think they're doing that's smart is apparently they're not going to roll out uh, the release on a hard date. They're going to have a um, like a you can buy in early and make creations, and I think that's going to help because uh, when they initially release, yeah, they don't have a higher meta score. You know, if they get like if they get above eighty, I think on meta, hey man, I'll, I'll take it, take it for what it is. The other thing is their development tools seem very impressive. If they that's, can that's what this I mean. engine, yeah, that's and what I mean. Pass it on to PS Five, yeah. woo. All right, man. At least I can do something, but I'm sorry, I'll stop. All right, man, take the hoofs off, man. Anyway, all right, Eric, man, what do you what do you what do you think uh, about dreams, man? What's your um, thought? I'm not particularly interested in it, but uh, as a concept, uh, that's like a foot in the door for a lot of creative people that want to take their time and make something uh, original. With the real, to... real quick, well, I don't mean to cut you. Do you think this is kind of like a idea Xbox type of thing for dreams? Kind of a gateway, or do Sony have something similar to that? Uh, I don't think that. Okay, my bad, my bad, my bad, Eric. Go it's ahead, all go good. Ahead. Now, this this looks, I'm looking at on one Sony's website right now, just looking at the different photos and videos. I mean, this is a dream for just any creative person because you're always just waiting for that door to open or somebody have an opportunity to look at, you know, your your work. Uh, I don't think I would sit down and spend 40 or 50 hours developing a level or anything like that, but more power to the people that want to do it. I don't know how that's going to sell, um, but yeah, I hope it does well. That way they keep supporting it. That way we get new. We can probably get some new indie titles out of this. Right. Like, this may be the game that launches a studio and some kids in Oklahoma that are just in the garage trying to build a level like you. You never know what can come of this, so it is a dream. People can live their dreams. Oh, yeah. well, you know, sir. you know, you know, the thing they could live, man, they could live dreams and watch E3 2019. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> oh man, that's cold. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, go, go ahead, man. Let's, let's let's close this topic out with with you know with the with the green 
Team Green over there with the, you know, Farrell, what you think, man? What do you think about Dreams? Um, I think that I think it's a great tool, but I think that it's going to require um, the community to stay involved. And I think the yeah. developer is going to have to um, stay involved, too, and making sure that the tools that they present are going to be very easy and friendly to um, people to just jump in and create what they want. But I think there's a lot of potential. And I thought there was a lot of potential Project Spark, but there was a lot of stuff that just sat behind a paywall. I just hope they don't oh, yeah. um, when uh, when Dreams is released. Just if you just let people be creative and, and, and do what they're going to do, I, I think there's a, a lot of potential there. But it's just, just going to take community uh, community uh, engagement. Gotcha. All right, man. So that is the last topic. I'm going to close this out. Um, first of all, I want to appreciate everybody watching. Uh, we're, this is the very first episode, so I'm excited. We're going to keep growing. I thought this was a very, very good first episode. There's a lot of, lot of good debates, a lot of good banter. Um, so we're going to keep it moving. So let's do the outro. First, I'm going to introduce my guest here. Uh, did a great job. Eric, uh, introduce yourself again. Get, post, in a, post in the chat where, where people can find you, man, so that we could, you know, link and right. follow and subscribe if you have a channel. What's your, so do your outro, my guy. Okay. Um, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. You can find me. I'll place it in the chat. Uh, you can find me at fanatic with a P. Uh, underscore TWMS. I also have a YouTube channel, which will, my page will show you the link to that. Uh, I'm looking to make some more gaming content and streaming. And I also have a Instagram if you want to check that out. It's uh, E Money Grip Skin Tight Jeans. And uh, yeah, I'll see you all online if you want to check it up and play. My gamer tags are underneath my YouTube, I mean, my Twitter info. That's awesome, man. Like, again, man, shout out to Eric for coming through kind of last minute. I noticed we were unbalanced. Like, we got too many Xbox guys, man. This is going to be a boring show. But y'all did good, man. Uh, a lot of insight. Um, like I said, we're going to work on this. Uh, it seems like I was the only one doing banter, but it's all good. That's that's what I'm here for. I'm a jokes anyway. But uh, let's let's go with Kofi, man. Uh, again, you can post in the post in the chat. Uh, first of all, you know, show show where people can find you. I, I, what's your social uh, profile? What, what you got going on, man? I realized that my my social networking is pretty poor. I'm on Twitter. Um, I am at create creative underscore Kofi, and uh, I don't even have a channel or anything like that yet. I guess I'm still mulling over if I'll ever do that. Um, hey, you got the you got the voice for it, man. A lot of people uh, was liking your stuff, man. I, unfortunately, I was surprised I didn't get too much of my my Sony trolls in the chat, which is great, <laughs> which is great. Uh, but like I said, man, you did a great job. Um, we're gonna keep it moving. And lastly, but not least, and I feel like one the whole debate the whole night because I'm gonna ask the chat. <laughs> is uh is Pharaoh? What do what, 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 what people can find you, man? What's your gamer tag? Uh, what you what you got going on? Well, my gamer tag on Xbox and PlayStation is Bizarre Five Thousand, and uh, you can find me on Twitter um, at Fernando Montero with a zero at the end instead of a O. Um, I really don't post much, but if you care what I have to say, maybe I, I will a little bit more. Um, I don't really have a YouTube channel yet. I think I do have one. I just haven't posted anything, so um, that's where you can find me. Um. All right. I'm just over to chat and just, just just to see uh, a couple of people, man. Like I said, man, it was it's a great first episode. Uh, I don't think because no one has answered my question, I'm gonna give the trophy to 
my man Pharaoh. So that's what that's how we're gonna end the show. Preach you guys. <laughs> 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 <A> little bias, <laughs> little bias. But like I said, we're gonna you know we're gonna improve. We're gonna keep it moving. Like I said, great first show. Um, ended like that. And lastly, you can find me obviously on this channel. You can find me FC Violent on Twitter. Please like, subscribe, comment below afterwards, and pass the word. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Moss. Yeah, me the boss. You damn right. This is this is my channel. <laughs> it's, like, it's like nah, but uh. I'm going to end it with that. And remember, man, keep it gaming. I'm out.